Hey guys, you're listening to Ready to Fall, an InSync podcast by Gina and Christina. All right, um, so we messed up last week. We said it was episode 34. Last week was episode 35, so we are now on episode 36. 36? Oh, I wow. Know. I know. The October will take us through the end of the 30s. Um, yeah. So, okay. yeah, crazy that we're coming up, because I know typically what we've been well, what we've done, what, not what we've been doing, because this was only this is only our second set of twenty, is that every season is twenty episodes. So looks like we'll be coming up on season three pretty soon. So oh my gosh, like I'm yeah freaking out a little bit. <laughs> so that's just exciting. That, wow, we've we've made it this far. Oh, that's fun. So we're gonna wrap up season two in the month of Chris. Yes. So, did I tell you what I did today? No. Besides I was feeling, your back. Oh, my gosh. I know. Well, that was technically last night. Yeah. But, yeah, my back is hurting. Oh, my gosh. I'm feeling every inch of 40 years old. Let me tell you. Like, I was wearing a sensible heel last night. Had a couple drinks. You know, not to the extent of Baltimore by any means. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like I have sciatica, I think like it's, I don't know. I think I was standing too long in heels and then the dancing and I woke up this morning and I felt about 150 years old mm. and I've, I bought an icy hot patch at Walmart. Like, so I messaged Chris today on Instagram. Oh my God. Why am I yeah. So, you know what? Okay, so I'll just share the story really quick because I feel like we've never shared the story. So I guess, what was it, like over the summertime? Yeah. Over the summertime, I reached out to Chris on Cameo through text message. And it was like an $8 text message. And I guess I sent two or three of them. And the topic of, I basically was saying like, oh my gosh, um, like, dude, I love sync, And let me tell you this amazing story. Well, you know, just like, you know what, I'm gonna pull it up. So that I don't misquote anything. So basically, I told him, um, when I was in college, I skipped Comp 101 to drive to Bloomingdale's 40 minutes away, the next county over, to see your Fu Mosquito clothing line on the first day. Still such a fan and even have a podcast about you guys. You're all the best. And he said, what? What's the podcast? I'm intrigued. I may still have some Fu Mosquito 17 clothes as well. And I said... Oh, my God. OMG, you answered. It's called Ready to Fall, an InSync podcast. Super low budget, still getting our groove. A whole 10 episodes in. Oh, wow. And we're at 36. That far. Yes. Man. So this was 26 weeks ago. And he said, well, that sounds amazing. Pretty busy the next few weeks, but maybe I could be on it. So then I oh sent him, I know, right? I sent him a screenshot of the podcast of my Instagram page. 
And at that point, I had 119 followers. And I think I'm up to like 419 now. Go you. And he said, I said, the fact that you would consider the possibility is beyond. We record weekly and we'll make it work. New episode will be up tomorrow on Apple, Spotify. I said, Instagram is Christina underscore Ray to fall podcast. Feel free to check us out. We aren't gossiping. We try to keep it light. And then he said, okay, gotcha. I'm following now. And he's following you. Yes, he's been. He, he's been. He's been following you. What but is there? The is thing. there a time? Is there a timestamp on that? Because twenty six weeks is half a year, so that's like April. Yes, that it was all April this happened. 14th. It was April fourteenth at four fifty seven p.m. So then on May eleventh, I messaged him, and I said, "Hey, now I know you mentioned you had a busy few weeks ahead last time we chatted." But I wanted to touch base and see if maybe you felt like coming on the podcast still. If you do, I promise to keep it together. Now, it said <laughs> that he read it, but he never responded. So mm-hmm. I was chatting with some friends today. I'm like, I know and for like, a while we were like, oh, my God, can you imagine? And be like, oh, like, that was like our dream. I mean, it still is our dream, but it was just like, oh, my God. I know. So, I mean, since then, so much has happened. And time has passed. And, I mean, I've met him in person, which is, like, amazing. Yes. And, I mean, we'll talk more about that when we get to that episode. Yeah. But, anyway, I sent him a message today on Instagram. So, what I said. Because I don't know what everyone listening to this is listening to it. For yeah. the first time that I'm hearing it, at least before so I, I edit it. So I messaged him at 10.08 a.m. today. And today's October 7th. And I said, hey, Chris, it was so nice meeting you last month at Pop 2000 in Baltimore. I sent you a message over Cameo over the summer, but now I see it was the spring. Yeah. Um, And you said that maybe you could be on our podcast sometime. This month is our month of you. So if you have a few minutes, anytime at all this month, it would be incredibly amazing to have you. I know you probably get so many requests, so I totally get it if it's not the right time right now, but I just felt compelled to throw this message out there. Thanks for reading. So it says that he saw it 10 hours ago. Oh my God. But he didn't reply. So here's my thought process. He's very busy. Like I know he's traveling literally all over the place. And I certainly don't want to be a pain in the ass. And I feel like I've sent the messages. Like, I didn't ask him, essentially. Like, I never asked him to come on. He said, like, oh, maybe I could be on it sometime. I followed up. He didn't respond. I just followed up again. He didn't respond. So I feel like I let sleeping dogs lie at this point. And we'll just see, I guess, if he responds to it. Like, I don't want to be like a crazy stalkerazzi fan being like, hey, Chris, come on my podcast, you know? Right. Yeah, I'm I'm nervous because I know people or people, <laughs> you and Peter and some other people um, were saying that I should cameo text him. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, and so now I'm like, shit, what do I do? I don't know. <laughs> Well, I know. And here's the thing. Like, I don't want to, like, piss him off. Like, although I don't get that vibe from him. Yeah. 
but I don't know. So I have Bay here next to me, and I know he's been listening to every word. So Bay, what are your thoughts on this situation at this point? I think I think that he still might respond, but I agree. I would I would let it go. I mean, I feel like they all kind of respond when they want. Yeah. That's what Bay says. Could you hear him? Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens at this point. I mean, I'm still super stoked for the month of Chris. Yes. Oh, we never absolutely. said I mean, we never set out to do the month of Chris in the hopes of him coming out, like no. coming onto the podcast by any means. No. This was something I said I wanted to do like months ago at this point. Yeah. Because um, I mean we did a whole month for JC and I know there were other that was in a tie-in with other fan pages, but right. I feel like I moving forward, I kind of want to do that with all the guys. <laughs> the only problem is that, Ju is that Justin and Joey share a birthday month. Like they're three well, days apart. So it's like, uh, how do we do this? Well, and here's the thing too. Like when we had Lance's birthday, we didn't do a whole month, but like, we didn't think of that. Like we were only yeah. at that point, like what, 12 episodes in 15 episodes in. Yeah. So, I mean, just the fact we were doing the mini soda at that point was kind of like an innovative thing. And like now Chris and JC are both getting their own month and a mini soda. So, <laughs> yes. I mean, there you go. We're, we're moving up in the world. So, I mean, that's what's been going on with me. Um, and you know, just, I don't know. Gina, I just don't know. So our friends, so um, I'm not going to use first names just because I don't know if they would be comfortable with that. Yeah. But InSync Fandom and I were chatting about it and she's like, you need to be like more assertive. And she wrote this great message, but yes, I just, I'm just not. Yeah. That's like, what she wrote. How I, am. Yeah. Like, I think she wrote that for me to send to Chris and I'm like, Yeah. But now that you've sent the message on Instagram, I'm like, uh, I don't know. I know. You know what? I just so decided torn. like to go for it. You know, like. And you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. So I mean. Exactly. So, and I mean, Peter said that I was like, I Christinaified it. He basically said, I Christinaified the message too much, and I'm like, well. But I mean, that's how I am. Like that's well, how and I'm that's, not, like... and 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 honest and honestly, like that's how I would be. And it's it's a super common thing for people with anxiety. Yes, it's, I have this thing, but I don't want you to feel like you have to do it just because I'm asking you to do it. But I really hope you do it. Like that. That's yes. And that's very common is, too, is like, I'm already so. like super just like shook and like excited that he even like followed the podcast in the first place. And I mean, right. honestly, like, and he follows you, but not me. So, well, and honestly, okay. like, we don't even really know if like, it's him like doing it. Like it could have been an intern or an assistant or Carly or his mom or like, do you know what I mean? So like, yeah. I can't really like be a certain kind of way about it. Like I almost just kind of feel like I had a really, I have a really, really sweet memory of meeting him yeah, and chatting with him. And he thanked me for doing the pot. Like 
I don't want to yeah, say too both much of us. Just because of the episode coming up soon, but yeah, I had a really sweet interaction and it couldn't have been like any better than what it was. Like it, I mean, I was drunk obviously, but it exceeded, <laughs> like I remember it and it had totally exceeded every expectation. So I need to just be happy in that and not obsess. But Chris, if you're listening, just come on for like five minutes, five minutes and 30 seconds, you oh know, something quick. We'll do a I, don't quick even, little, I, don't, like, I don't even know what we'd talk about that would take that. Oh my gosh. Time. I know so much I could talk about in such a fact well, I could. I'd want to talk like at length about it. Like I wouldn't want no, five minutes. No, I would totally just be like, hey, Chris, what did you have for breakfast? Like I would just talk to him about Who thinks JC's shit. part in No Strings Attached? I would just During say. That time, ah, that's yeah. still bugging me. <laughs> Why didn't you ask him? You've had two chances now to ask him. Well, one of them, he was standing right off stage and it was really hard to hear him. So. Uh huh. <laughs> and the other one, I didn't want to be the girl that only had instinct questions. Yeah. Everyone else was asking, like, personal stuff about like him like being on big brother and football so i'm like i I didn't want to be that girl and i didn't even ask him anything at all because i was like very nervous like even as it is the questions i did ask were totally in sync related (laughs) so i didn't want to just be the one person that brings up yeah. nothing but instinct stuff. I mean, I'm sure he's used to it, but although not the questions that I asked. So, yeah, but yeah. And you know what? We'll, like, we'll I was get just into thinking, that. We'll get into that. Like, I was just thinking, like, talking to you right now about it. Like, I don't really even have, like, so many, like, sync related questions. Like, I don't even know, like, I don't know. I have questions. Like, I have things I want to know. But, like, I don't expect that he would just, like, come on and just, like, want to talk to us about, like, in sync for five or ten minutes. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Hey, you know what? We'll see what happens. If you guys pray, pray for us. <laughs> you want to share our podcast and tag Chris, do it. <laughs> but I'm kind of thinking, you know. Text him on Cameo. Oh, Corey says text him on Cameo. That that's, was if the they best wa- like, that's if they want to. I'm like, I feel if we do, you know it, what? Like, hey, here's a restraining order. What core? You didn't explain the economy of words. Like, you only get so many characters. Oh yes, so you only get so many characters on Cameo to text. So it's like Twitter. So yes, so I had to be like very concise. So I sent, I think it was like three messages, and I want to say it was seven ninety nine each. So I totally spent twenty four dollars on three text messages. And I had to tell Corey because like, you know, joint checking and I'm like, so I did a thing. And he just like looked at me like, how much is this costing? And I was like, well, I did it already. <laughs> and $25. So, uh, $25 yeah. later, uh, Chris Kirkpatrick sent me a text message. So, yeah. But I've never seen you so excited. Oh, he responded. Even on our wedding day, he responded. <laughs> Isn't that sweet, Bang? Yeah. Super sweet. 
<laughs> Is it sweeter than when you came with me and I met Joey? Was I as excited? It was different. Oh. It was different. Like with Joey, you were like instantly crying and you had so much to say, but didn't know how much you'd be able to say. But with Chris, it was just pure excitement because he wasn't in front of you. So you were like totally fangirling in the kitchen. Just, yeah. 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 So I don't know, but that's that. I'm like, my week has been much more low key, just work and that craziness. My co-teacher was out today. And so basically, I mean, I had, a, I had two other teachers helping me, but it was three of us and 19 kiddos, 19, two and three year olds. Oh my gosh. And at one point, so the other teacher, so we have two, we have two classrooms for the two and three year olds. Um, and what the other main teacher, she hurt her back a couple weeks ago. One of the kids was running around and in her trying to get his arm so that he would stay with the group, he continued running and she pulled her back. Like she's, she has to go to she has to go to physical therapy and stuff. Um, she ended up changing her schedule, so now instead of full time, she's only part time. So mm -hmm. she left. She left during nap time, and so that was just me and one other teacher that's a sub. Like she's like she goes around to all the different classrooms. So it was me and a teacher the kids don't really know, and there were eighteen of them. And it was one of the kids' birthdays, so we had cupcakes, and it was just chaos. Aww. And most of these kids aren't potty trained, so it was diapers. So many diapers. And I was like, ugh, I have enough of this at home. I really don't want to do this for work, but, I mean, it is what it is. But, um. It was diapers for days. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and I guess we could put this here. I mean, I want to put it somewhere in our episode. Um, for those of you that don't know, Fiction Lynn is writing a military romance series. And book two released last night at midnight. Oh, so, how exciting. So I'm reading book two right now on my uh, Kindle app. So I'm loving it. So anyone that has enjoyed Fiction Lynn in the past and military romance is your thing. I'm like, I didn't. I was like, I don't know. It's not really my thing, but I want to support her. And then I got sucked in. Like, let me tell you. Let me tell you. So, um, it's based on a set of brothers. So, they're all military, and they're all part of this one special ops team. And so, each of the brothers is getting a book. So, they're on book, she's on book two. Um, book three will be coming out in March. 
And I'm just like, I am so excited. I don't know how she does it because she teaches middle school and writes. And I'm like, I'm like, I write fanfic, but I don't know that I would like, that's a lot to write a full like book book while doing a job like teaching middle school. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to finishing reading it. I'm only four chapters in. Um and this book is longer than the first book. And the first book was like 30 chapters. Oh wow. So, so yeah, even on my Kindle is over 600 pages. <laughs> so I'm like it's going to be long, but I'm like it's going to be good. So that's been my week as far as like getting super excited. Like she's been posting stuff in a Facebook group, like getting things like, like getting everybody excited, talking about it, talking mm -hmm. about what they, what they're excited for in the book and things like that. So that's been, that's been my week. <laughs> Very cool. So, yeah. And I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that remember very fondly remember fiction Lynn. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. And, and so one of her posts, not, uh, it might've been this week, um, but in doing the formatting, no, oh, it might've been a while back because they needed to format it for paperback and the paperbacks are already out. Um, but as she was doing the formatting, she was listening to NSYNC. <laughs> like she was like, so some things never change. <laughs> And she was listening to Celebrity. I'm like, yes! <laughs> you can move on from writing fanfic, but you can't take the fan out of the girl. <laughs> She's like, yeah, pretty much. I'm like, yay, I love it. That's awesome. Good stuff. All right. That was quite a bit. So let's go ahead and jump into the noobs. Sounds good. You know, we don't care about all that. Let me see you up, up against the wall. Happy birthday month, Chris. We're so excited to be doing the month of Chris. This is now week two. Super excited. Um, lots of good stuff coming up. As we mentioned last week, we're looking for guest co-hosts coming up soon. And no experience is necessary, just a love for NSYNC. So if you are interested, hit us up. You can get in touch with us and let us know what you think, or you can let us know if you want to co-host. On Instagram, we are at Ready to Fall Podcast, at Christina underscore Ready to Fall Podcast. Uh, we have our Facebook group, Ready to Fall Podcast Friends. We're on Twitter at RTFP underscore Pod. Or if you prefer, you can call or text us anytime at our Google Voice number, which is 215-867-9824. So for our news this week, um, nothing particularly in sync related or even Justin related. I know he's probably busy working on Trolls 3. Um, I believe last I heard that was still in the animation phase, so... I don't know if he has all of the soundtrack figured out yet that they're working on animating that out. I don't know. We'll see. Um, Lance posted a TikTok with the same Sam Smith song that we used for our Lance Thirst episode. So coincidence, we hope not. Uh, we hear you, Lance. We're picking up what you're putting down. 
Um, it's officially October, which means Lance Scares is back. <laughs> Poor Michael. I'm really hoping that he doesn't do anything trying to scare the kids. Because, I mean, number one, they're way too young. And number two, well, that has whole different implications. <laughs> um, but AJ Alexander went on his first trip to Target. And I'm like, wait, your babies are a year old and you're just now going to Target? <laughs> I mean, I know he has people that do that for him, but it made it, I was like, oh, how normal. But at the same time, I'm like, really? It took you this long? <laughs> They're almost a year old, which, holy crap, how are they almost a year old? Oh my gosh. It's, I think we're all feeling, feeling that for you as far as they're almost a year old. How did that happen? And at Chris News, I got to hang out with Chris last weekend. So for the full scoop on everything that happened both in Baltimore and last weekend, check out our Pop 2000 episode, which is coming soon. I believe that's in two weeks. So keep an eye out and tune in for all the details. We also have some friends that were there at either show joining us on the show so make sure you tune in um chris was the only one to post for the 27th anniversary uh, although lance did share it like <laughs> yes um to be fair melinda posted too i know i posted so i wonder if he knew because i posted Heck, I had a sign that said, happy birthday, NSYNC. And I know um, at Steffi Button, who also runs the NSYNC Dirty Pops account, had something there and she was at the show. So Chris had at least two reminders that October 1st was NSYNC Day. And Chris was on the podcast Behind the Velvet Rope and talked about NSYNC and things reunion related. He talked about being on The Masked Singer, Celebrity Big Brother. It was all good stuff. I, I was like, Chris, we need you on the podcast. There are things that we need to talk about. And I'm not sure the best way to have that happen after our conversation with Christina earlier in the show. Joey News. Joey has been on the move. He recently went live from a House of Blue practice session and appeared to be wearing pants similar to the black and white camo ones that he was wearing for the after party in Vegas that Christina isn't a fan of. Sorry, Christina. Um, but Joey, oh my word, Joey and the Comedy Central movie that he's in um so when i'm recording this so we recorded part of our episode on the seventh last night we did the first segments um now the up against the walls on the eighth and then we also recorded our main segment last night on the seventh so it's kind of a bit all over the place it's all right um so Joey's movie will come out tonight. I'm recording it. I had my husband watch the trailer and the trailer. I don't think the trailer shows Joey. So I don't think he understands why I actually want to watch it. 
But, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> Christina's notes are hot, hot, hot. I know it's meant to be funny, but this is like OMG. And I'm like, yes. Yes. <laughs> so, we'll have to watch. I'm like, it's a Comedy Central. Can't be that much of a horror movie. So, we'll see. Um, JC is still living his best life. He kept being... He kept getting mentioned in interviews that people did with Chris. Um, I love how Chris was being GC's biggest fan. And I'm like, I feel like that's something that I would want to talk with him about. As far as just, you're one of us, but at the same time, it's a very different thing. I'm like, you want to see him back out there. We want to see him back out there. But you're coming from a place of, I did this with you. And I know how talented you are. I know what you can do. And you're my brother and I want this for you. Like, as much as we, the fans, want him out there, like, his brothers, his insect brothers are like, do this. Like, you need to do something. Because they want to hear him. They want to be able to support him. So (laughs) I'm sure they're like, Dude, you support us enough. Like, let us support you in whatever it is you decide to do. So, hopefully, JC finds something that he is passionate about. I know he's got the musical that they're currently workshopping. So, I mean, maybe that becomes a touring thing and he travels along with it, not in it, but travels along with it just to see it be finally brought to the people after over two years because i'm sure he was working on it before the pandemic so i don't know we'll see when we find out more information on that we'll (laughs) we will let you know trust me um so yeah that looks like that's all of our instinct related news for this week and we will get together in a moment to talk about chris and fairly odd parents Really? No comment about my name. I tried to be oh, funny. You know what? I just, I'm on the laptop, so I only have one screen. Okay. I see it, though. Gina Kirkpatrick. <laughs> I was Gina Timberlake on the other call. <laughs> I'm like, we're talking Very about Chris. I might as well. Very on brand. I'm not even going to edit that out. <laughs> All right. So... This week in our month of Chris, we are talking about whoop, whoop. fairly odd parents. Um, I know I never, I didn't watch it back when it was on. I actually just watched it ahead of doing this episode. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sad that I didn't watch this then, but I'm glad I'm watching it now because I'm like, this needs to be seen. So, yes. It's, um, so, I remember, this was on Nickelodeon. Yes. And I remember watching the show, but I do not remember, like, I mean, when this show came out, I was probably, like, in high school. So well, I wasn't it was, watching. This, this, was, this was only, he was only in it starting in season two. And season two, like, this episode aired in March of 2002. Yeah. He recorded, he recorded it in, September, in July of 2001. Okay, so I was definitely out of high school at that point. Yeah, yeah, I, I was, I was a, I was a senior. I'd actually, I'd just graduated high school. So yeah, 
Yeah, it says that the show was on Nickelodeon from 2001 to 2016. So it had a very good run, 15 mm -hmm. years. Um, I remember, like, seeing it, like, channel surfing and thinking, like, oh, this is different. Like, this kid is floating around and yeah. his parents are fairies. But, like, I didn't, like, I, I wasn't a regular watcher of it. Yeah, and I think in years after that, I had heard something about Chip Skylark, but not realizing that it was Chris for some reason. Yeah, you know, I was talking to Corey about this tonight because I was saying how we were going to be recording. And I asked him, I said, did you ever see the show? And he wasn't, like, he remembers it also, but he wasn't one to, like, sit down and watch it either. And it wasn't until I started becoming more active in the fandom in recent years that I realized that it was Chris Kirkpatrick. Yeah. That was Chip Skylark. But I don't remember watching it when that character was on. Mm-mm. Oh, and he was only in four episodes. Well, so he must have not... left quite an impression. I mean, the fandom remembers him for sure. Yeah. So it says on their Wikipedia. Oh, that... you you're looking at the the wiki too. <laughs> I am. It says on here that the series originated from shorts on Nickelodeon's Animation Showcase, um, which aired from 1998 to 2001. Due to its popularity, the show was later greenlit as a half-hour series, which premiered on March 30th, 2001. So that tracks for you because you graduated the year after me. Yeah. And then it says it ended on November 25th, 2006. Totaling five seasons and 80s, 80 episodes, but resumed production in 2008. Production of the series ceased again after Hartman left Nickelodeon in February of 2018. And as of July 30th, 2020, all seasons of the show are available on Paramount+. Plus. It's Nickelodeon's second longest running animated show behind SpongeBob SquarePants. Interesting. Live action series. Um, I think you're sound Paramount Plus. You're, the oh, series you're... The Fairly Odd Parents, Fairly Otter, premiered on March 31st, 2022. Now, was Chris involved with that? No. Not that I know where. not. Of. Okay. At least not yet. I mean, they might ask him. You know, so... I remember, I'm surprised that it's second because I feel like, from like a popularity standpoint, Rugrats, like, that's what my generation... I mean, I remember watching Rugrats. That was, like, my yeah. jam. Rugrats, Doug. And Rugrats had movies, didn't they? Yes. It at least had one. But then I remember it started to get silly, because then it was like, the Rugrats are grown up now. And I'm like, eh. It was more fun when they were babies. But I digress. Yeah. So, you're look so you were looking at it from the official Wikipedia page? Yes. So I found a wiki. So it's fairlyoddparents.fandom.com. Mm -hmm. And it's a, so it's a Fairly Odd Parents specific wiki. And then there's a whole thing on Chip Skylark. So oh, his, okay. What does that his say? Full, his full name is Chippington Charles Henry Icarus Phineas Chip Skylark Third. Oh, Usually called simply Chip Skylark, is a well-singing 
well-known singing sensation, and he is one of Timmy Turner's friends. It's revealed that Vicky is a fan of Chip. Chip Skylark is a popular singer that is well-known around Dimsdale, among mostly girls and Timmy's father. <laughs> Chip is a parody of in-sync singers such as Justin Timberlake or Chris Kirkpatrick, who voices Chip. In almost all of his appearances, Chip usually performs a song related to the episode. Timmy initially hated him because he was attracting all his attention, but in actuality, Chip is really very kind, nice, friendly, and not at all very rich. <laughs> it says, none of his fans know the latter, and if they found out about that, Chip would not be liked anymore, which I'm like, I call bullshit on real life. Like, part of me was like, okay, how much is that is Chris versus how much is that what was written? And I'm like, no, Chris, they love you. <laughs> But in the but in the show he's like I'm broke like the the uh, record company pays for everything I'm in debt like I have nothing and I'm like that's how it was but not anymore because you got out from under that thank God so for people who have not watched an episode of the show Timmy is the main character. Yes. And his situation is that he has parents that are mean to him. No, well, so. Fairy godparents. No. Yeah. He had, so he has parents, but then he has fairy godparents that grant him wishes of all sorts. Right. But weren't his parents mean to him or like didn't take care of him? And that's why he has these fairy parents or no? I have no idea. I've only watched just this episode and even, I mean. The first episode, the, the first episode he's in, it's Timmy's birthday, and all his parents can think about is that it's a Chip Skylark concert that night, and they leave him with the babysitter and tell him, "Oh, you can watch him on, you can watch it on pay per view, but we're gonna go to the concert, and it's not your birthday. Like, we don't care if it's your birthday or not. Like, they didn't say we don't care, but mm. their behavior says it." And so he, so Timmy wishes something happens to Chip, and interesting things ensue. So it's interesting because in this, for um, the premise of the show that I had looked up earlier on Google, it sounds very dark. It says, the Fairly Odd Parents tells the story of a 10-year-old boy named Timmy Turner who is neglected by his parents and abused by his babysitter, Vicky. One day he is granted two fairy godparents, Cosmo and Wanda, who grant his every wish to improve his miserable life. So that sounds rather dark for the premise of a children's <laughs> yeah. cartoon, but I'm sure they're, you know, your miserable parents that make you eat broccoli. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know. But of course, Outside from of this watching, show, yes, yeah. my shiny teeth and me came about. Yes. Right? Yes. So that's the, that's the song that he sings, like, in the commercial for the concert. But mm -hmm. then when he actually does the concert, he sings a song that he makes up while he's with Timmy. Because Timmy's like, I hate that he's stealing my birthday blah 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 and i wish something would happen to him and they're like well you can't wish him to be maimed or hurt or killed or like whatever like he can't die and he's like 
All right, I want the most non-lethal thing that can ha the worst non-lethal thing that can happen to him to happen right now. And he ends up crashing his car from the record company into a tree that literally springs up out of the middle of the street. Mm. And he ends up coming into Timmy's house while Vicky's there. Vicky's like, wait, you're Chip Skylark. Like, I love you. And so she takes him captive. Like, ties him up in chains. And ties him to the bed. And oh. she's, and like, she's, like, she doesn't even live there. And she's pulling out clothes being like, does this look like something the future Mrs. Skylark would wear? And he's totally going, going with it. And at first... <laughs> At first, you're like, okay, is it because he's hypnotized? And then, like, she walks out and he's like, something along the lines of, another day, another crazed fans. Or something about a crazed fans. Uh-huh. Um, and I was like, I wonder how many he actually dealt with like that on a regular basis, like, during all of this. Because she was Nina, like, do you want to raise your hand? <laughs> this is crazy. This show. I'm surprised. Well, like, I don't know. It's weird that it's a kid's show. <laughs> so the fun for me, the funny thing is they kept using the word delicious to describe him. <laughs> like, even Timmy's dad is like, he's delicious. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't know that in 2001 that I would have used those that word to describe him but having uh -huh. now met him twice I'm like yeah yeah I mean maybe not like it yeah so was he so he was based on Justin Timberlake though no no the the character the character is was made to look so let me pull up the he looked like notes Chris from, he doesn't look like yeah. Justin well but like that type like he's the he's the justin term like as far as like the i guess they consider justin to be the lead so chip is the lead for his band even though you're he's the only one you see on stage gotcha um, so what we have so avery2.ex um was doing some research in doing um uh, in finding pictures for the graphic for the episode uh -huh. And so these are the notes that she sent us. So it said, so Butch Hartman, the creator or whatever, decided to write on the boy band wave, but didn't want to use an actual member. So he created one based on a band from the 70s, I think named Skylark. And then he liked the name Chip. They then decided on Chris since NSYNC was super popular and he liked his voice. They based the design on Chris's look at the time. Um, Chris got in the studio to record the episode in July 2001. Um, I guess he mentioned while in the studio with them that the celebrity album was going to be released July 24th and Butch thought it'd be funny to have him mention it in the episode. So he does two different times. He's like, All right, my album comes out July 24th. And I'm like, ah, I know what that's referencing. Like, oh, <laughs> even though this aired totally way after the fact, but I'm like, oh, Chris. <laughs> So, yes. So, that was some notes from Avery. Aw, thank um, you, Avery. But, yeah, there's a whole bunch of information on on him from this Fairly Odd Parents wiki that I found. Um, but, yeah, so it's... 
it's totally meant to look like Chris from back then, which, I mean, totally does. So, except he has blue eyes and Chris does not have blue eyes, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> it works. Close enough. But it has a cult following for sure. Yeah. But, I mean, I know that there's a lot of people who are fans of Chris who really like the show. Yeah. Or at least like the couple episodes that he's in. I think that's yeah. fun. Yeah. And I've seen video of him at Pop 2000 singing it. I guess yeah. it was at Pop 2000. He didn't do it at ours. No. I know he's done it. Yeah. He, I don't know about Top 2000, but I know he's done it on, at different things that he's been at over the last few years, at least. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe um, not 2000. I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, just watching just, just the first episode that he's in, I'm like, I love this. And I'm like, I'm so sad that you weren't like a recurring character because it was just so it was fun. Um, like the sound of a flushing toilet calms him. Oh, that's I'm like that's different. Okay, um, but um, like his biggest fear and like he's like super happy. He's like having a bad day. He's like, no, like I'm having a great day. Whatever. The only thing that could bring me down is disappointing my fans. And he's like, oh, I didn't disappoint you, did I? And then knowing that he's being held captive by Vicky, who finds someone on the internet to marry them against his will. She's like, I found the one person on the internet that'll marry us against your will. I'm like, yeah. Are you really listening to yourself, Vicky? <laughs> like, yeah, Vicky, you're really? a little creepy. Like, as much as you know that you love him... Like, you think you love him. You also know that he doesn't feel the same way. And yet, you're not stopping it from... You're not stop, letting that stop you from forcing him to marry you. Like, mm. <laughs> he's At one point, he's like, I'm waiting for her to either snap or the SWAT team to get here. Whichever comes first. And I'm like, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I'm like, it's so funny. And like, I don't know if it's that's how it was written, or if he, like, uh -huh. kind of ad-libbed some of it, but I'm like, it's a funny character that I'm like, okay, now I need to find the other three episodes that he's in to see more, to see more of this character. I wonder if he'll end up on the Paramount Plus show. I don't know. Well, so it looks like it's live action. So, I mean, maybe if they put him, if they put the Chip Skylar character, because I mean, he still looks an awful lot like yeah he did back then. I mean, he's even wearing the earring again. So, I mean, not too far off. And I don't know. I don't know. Maybe if they yeah, have him like yeah. where. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if when it's set that it would be like, like, yeah, I don't know if it's still Timmy's a 10 year old because Chris is definitely not the same person he was 20 years ago. That it'd be like, yeah, you're not a teenage singing heartthrob anymore. Used to be. And I mean, still people still love you, but <laughs> it is a little bit different now. 
Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I think it would be fun, but at the same time, depending on how they would want to do it, I don't know. So. Hey, do you know what I think would be fun? Hmm. An in-sync reunion. Right? Me too. <laughs> Me too. I think that would be fun. <laughs> yes. Just saying. Had to throw that in there. Yeah. <laughs> As if we don't already, either in an episode or on posts at least once a week. Yeah, I mean, it's going to happen sooner or later. So they just got to, you know. Right. Yes. It's happening. So if you guys have not listened to the episode from the first week of Chris, like the first episode of the month, make sure you give it a listen. I was listening to you guys. And that was so much was, fun. It was a really good episode. I'm so disappointed I missed it, but um, I really enjoyed listening to you guys and going over. And, you know, I did remember hearing Chris having the nickname, the Puerto, Puerto Rico, Rico or whatever. <laughs> I do remember reading That's that. What we, we get him on the podcast. We need to ask him that. Be like, what? Yeah. Like, at what point was that really your nickname? And, and why? <laughs> Yeah, because I kind of remember reading that and looking at him and being like, he doesn't look Puerto Rican. Like, no. I don't know why they're calling him that. But I, I, don't I do know. remember reading that. So that was funny, I thought. So are you ready to get uh, into the history from this week? Yeah. Why not? All right, let's do it. All right. Hey guys, it's Christina with I Want You Back for October 3rd to October 9th. 1996 is where we're going to start. And on October 7th, I Want You Back was released in Germany. The video went into the highest rotation on MTV and Viva. And on the 4th, they had a performance in, I'm going to butcher this, Göppingen, Germany. And this was for the girl tour. On the 5th, they had a performance in Wien, Wine. I don't know, correct me, Germany at the Libro Music Hall, and that was for the girl tour. In 1998, this was either on October 3rd or the 6th, they had an appearance on Dutch TV, um, and that was for the TV show Reich, First Seuss. And it says, this was a surprise fan and her dad. So I guess they surprised the fan and her dad was on it. I've never heard of this show, um, but it's Dutch, so there you go. On the 9th, they had a performance in Orlando, Florida, something I can pronounce, at the Epcot Center at Disney World. This was the North American promo tour, and this was filmed for Disney's Holidays and Concert Program. Moving on to 1995, on October 5th, they were photographed at the Essex Hotel in New York City. They were TRL guests with Gloria Estefan, and they shut down Times Square on October 6th. And on the 7th, they did the Celine Dion special taping. Also on the 7th, Justin's role in Model Behavior, also known as Cover Girls, was confirmed alongside his role in the Transcon Studios movie Jack of All Trades. Production on this project has gotten underway in Toronto. That was as of October 7th. 
Also on the 7th, in other NSYNC news, the Fivesome recently filmed a cameo for an episode of the CBS series Touched by an Angel. This was in Salt Lake City, and according to the AP, the shoot was meant to be secret until local disc jockeys leaked the set location on the air, resulting in 200-some fans mobbing the scene. Good-natured as ever, the guys did manage to sign some autographs before departing. And in 2000, on October 4th, Lance presented at the Country Music Awards, um, and this was for the ACT International at Germany's Comic Awards. NSYNC won Germany's Comet Award for the category ACT International. Though you couldn't be there to accept it, they were filming this, I promise you, again. <clears throat> on the 4th, Lance and Meredith were in Nashville at the CMAs. This was for the Intimate Special. On the 7th, they were scheduled to appear on VH1 Classics for Kiss. That was the last Kiss pre-show. Also on the 7th, we start some Justin and Brittany sightings. This was on Melrose in California. Also that day, Justin was spoofed or did a spoof on Mad TV, which showed him and Britt entering his bedroom, showcasing all of Justin's hair care products and curling irons, as well as his InSync marionettes. On the 9th, they performed on Good Morning America, and they did this, I promise you, and it's going to be me. Also, on the 9th, this is a long one, guys, on media teleconference, NSYNC's Chris Kirkpatrick revealed a rock star obsession while Justin Timberlake admitted a need to stop dancing, even if for a minute, when asked if they could switch places with any other performer, who would it be and why during NSYNC's teleconference on Monday? Somebody who didn't dance, said Timberlake, because I'm tired. Don't worry, he was only kidding. Timberlake would actually trade places with Stevie Wonder if given the opportunity. He said he was his idol and that he's awesome, the greatest ever in the whole world. And it also said, Gwen Stefani and I would look in a mirror all day, announced Kirkpatrick, actually. She's just a hottie and how lucky for Wonder and Stefani. I forgot Chris was really into Gwen Stefani and no doubt back in the day. And I believe that Deanna and Gina talked about that last week on our first week of Chris episode. On the 9th, the New York Post reported that Justin, Lance, and Joey were surrounded by adoring young women at China Club's hot Monday night party. That tracks. In 2001, this says on October 4th through the 7th, it was the filming of the What's Going On videos, Christina Aguilera's Golden Locks, Fred Durst's Backward Baseball Cap. I love... Fred Durst and I am standing by that. Gwen Stefani's rainbow makeup and Justin Timberlake's freshly grown peach fuzz took a back seat on Thursday to a look unprecedented even in popular music. Blindfolds. And it says, I feel like I'm playing pin the tail on the donkey. Aguilera quipped between takes during the first day of shooting proper videos for three all-star remakes of Marvin Gaye's What's Going On. Many of the artists who contributed to the project from Ja Rule to Stain's Aaron Lewis to Alicia Keys will all wear blindfolds for the video shoot, which heads to New York on Saturday and is scheduled to wrap up by the end of the weekend. The video out now just felt like a natural thing to do, and I'm glad MTV did it, Timberlake said outside his dressing room, where he was dancing to What It's Like to Be Me, the new track he co-wrote and co-produced with his girlfriend, Britney Spears. That is actually a really good song, you guys, and if you haven't heard it, you should um, listen to it. Anyway, this is an actual video. You can come up with a scenario that means something. You can put a visual with the cause you're singing about. I think people will get the message. On the fifth, NSYNC helped Madonna launch the Latin label. The hombres in NSYNC have forked over their Spanish language version of this, I promise you, to help Madonna kickstart her Latin music label. Yoti Voy Amar 
will appear on the dance pop collection Platinum Rhythm, due out October 30th on Maverick Musica. NSYNC performed the number at the inaugural Latin Grammys last year, but have not released the song commercially. <clears throat> on October 7th, United We Stand concert announced for October 21st at Washington DC's RFK Stadium. We wanted to definitely get involved and Sync's Joey Fatone told MTV News on Sunday, we're going to do something so we can help them out. Tickets for United We Stand went on sale on October 12th. And on the 8th, the Ananda Lewis show finally aired featuring NSYNC and their families. On the 9th, Joey and Lance were on Rosie and TRL. Also on the 9th, NSYNC announced um, that they would be performers for the Billboard Music Awards in December. And unfortunately, we have no news for 2002 um, because our source website has nothing for then, even though, I mean, we're sure there was stuff. So there is your um, years in review for October 3rd to October 9th. And until next time, bye, bye, bye.